0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Rich
1: motherfucking
0: friend. That's the name. What's up, guys? Welcome to Rich Friend, The Elevated Conversation. Brought to you by Tequila Avion. Yeah. My name is Matthew Tramel, <laughs> joined by Mark Anthony Green.
1: Um, Listen, y'all, let us know. Today. Just, what, go ahead. I'm, I'm, we'll, we'll do that in a second. <laughs> if uh, this intro, if y'all wanted to see something jazzier, something different, if you want Tremel to freestyle him to hmm. rhyme... Whatever or a haiku. T- yeah, tweet at us. Let us what's know what's haiku's five seven five is that. Five it?
0: seven five, yeah. Um welcome to Rich Friend. Yeah. The, the elevated, elevated combo. Ooh, smooth. Thanks for listening.
1: Ooh. Nasty <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean? Biatch. You know?
0: Today, uh, we're drinking um Pile Drivers. Uh some Tequila Avion Silver with a little bit of orange juice in there. Some ice and a glass. Get you right. Get you set. Cheers. Welcome, friends. Happy Friday. Welcome back. What's up, fool? What's up? What's going on? How man? you feeling, man? I'm all right. I'm okay. Um, Doing good. Week has been pretty chill so far. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our last guest, she was amazing. If you haven't listened <laughs> to, the, if you haven't listened to yeah. the episode. Hell
0: yeah. Uh, I but, just look at I look at all this like all sports in a whole new light now. <laughs> I just feel so enlightened.
1: Um, have you had a chance to listen to either Bruno Mars's new album or The Weekends? No, uh, shamefully. Mm-mm. I didn't um, know Bruno's album came out. It dropped, yeah. Oh, okay. So, is I've, it any
0: good? Well, heard, here's the
1: thing. Yeah, it's crazy because both of these dudes had killer singles right yeah and both of them right now make music that like is textbook pop music like right. you can see the suburban white girls dancing to the music as you listen to it you know yeah. what i'm saying
0: like it is yeah no it's true it is
1: for iHeartRadio. radio
0: all all kinds of people live in the suburbs but i understand your point you know what i mean no, <laughs> no but i get your i get your point though. i get your point no you're right it's is is it's as very much like middle of the road yes, music like yeah. it is
1: pop music yeah 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 at an elevated form right bruno right. mars is outrageously talented I I truly believe in his talent, but mm. I gotta say, I think that he, in his project, he kind of jumped the pop music shark. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's corny. It's, right. it's it's at it's at that place where it's kind of he kind of can't come back from that. Yeah. Like there's nothing. There's no. Was he ever not there? Yeah, he was. I think so. And he's amazing live. The song that I, like.
0: Uh, I Want to Be a Millionaire, right? Yep. Um, and I want to be
1: a millionaire. Fucking, uh, so yeah. So fucking, yeah. So that was already, he was already, that was like, he was you already were over there. That. Yeah, you know? Nah, 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 nah. No, 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 no. No? It was like, grenade? W- Shit, you never looked at your girl in the eyes and just had grenade playing and just thought like, girl, <laughs> I'd step on a grenade for you? Yo, and then, but yeah, and then like. Cold water. Uh, is that, that's not the,
0: um? you make me feel like. I've been knocked out of heaven for tonight. Nah, long. that
1: joint is ill, though. Yeah, that's a crazy. That's ass a song. beautiful. Song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, he so makes
0: what? he makes awesome songs, but I feel like they were. It was always like him just being like, he's gonna be in that room regardless. Yeah, but there's you know? a right so way to just be just in that make room. Make the most interesting stuff. There, there's that, a know? right way to be in that room and a yeah. wrong
1: way to be in that room. And the weekend did it the right way. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. weekend album, there are joints on there where you're like, yep, that's that is uh, going to be on the radio for the next six months. Right. But but there's also some times where you're like he's trying to push the envelope and do something different and, right. he, and he's founded the sound and he's, you know, artistically pushing himself and taking a risk. Yeah. And it's and it's a great pop record. And I and I think that it is such a fine line that to have both those albums drop so close to each other. It like they,
0: that is a good it's an interesting pair.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a the other thing too is that And he and The Weeknd has this funny line about how you won a a teen choice award, a kid's choice award about making a song about doing blow to where you can't feel your face. Right. He says that on the album, which uh, I thought was pretty ill. It's dark, though. It's It's weird. It's weird how they let that happen. I don't know how they let that happen. But whatever. Whatever. I think me and you see it opposite. Because I feel
0: like Bruno is like, okay, pop music is stupid and and inconsequential and fleeting. But... I'm still gonna try to make the best Michael Jackson song that I can, you know. But, I'm still but the weekend is doing like, it. And then to to me, the weekend is like, sort of like, uh, and again, I haven't listened to the full new album, but I right, heard right. the singles and I heard the last joint, and like, it just it felt like he was like exactly what that lyric describes. Like I'm gonna go into like the purest like real kind of just like you just have to be a good songwriter like christmas right. song type room right and just like sneak in all this fucked up shit that's gonna like see, perk ears it's kind of like my direction like it feels like that to me is the imbalance but it's kind of like, Br- bruno could make a weekend song but we the weekend couldn't make a bruno song i think
1: now i agree with that right you know what i mean like, i agree with that I had both. to, I had to really, before I could say that I agree with Matthew Tremell on air, <laughs> I had to really fucking go in my soul. Right. But if <laughs> I had to go into my, I had to I go know that was deep, hard. deep into my soul Yeah, and I'm prepared
0: to say, uh, but I, you know I what I'm saying? Like that. that, but not to say either one of them is better, like one is better than the other one, but I feel like the work that Bruno does now is hard, It's harder to do that to just be like, I nah. The only interesting thing about me is that I make songs that are so...
1: Not on this new good, album. You know? No. Okay, well then, yeah. 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 When I, not on this new album. Mm-hmm. He got beat on this new album. hmm I would say... Well, he's getting
0: sued, too. They're yeah. doing the um, Uptown Funk shit to him.
1: You know what? The, uh, the, the Blurred Line shit. I hated that. Yeah. I fucking... You know what's the worst part? And I want y'all to go home and Google this. The worst part about the Blurred Lines uh, trial and all that shit is they have pharrell's deposition video yeah and the lawyer you know how they like are such dickheads in depositions to try to get the celebrity to react
0: i still don't even His, before before you go like i don't understand do you know exactly what a deposition is what is that part of the process that is like your uh like if you get called to the stand in a criminal trial
1: yeah but you know what it's not necessary i think what you do is you do a deposition when there is no jury right And the judge, you don't have to, you don't have to appear, Mm -hmm. but when, like, I think it helps your case. Right. So you do it. Right. It helps your case in a lawsuit. Mm Mm-hmm. But you, it's not mandatory.
0: It does not look like, from the celebrity depositions that I've seen, it does not look like they were trying to help their cases very right? like, much.
1: Well, I, I don't think they realize how much <laughs> under the hot seat they get yeah, put under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you could just yeah. keep your cool, then right. usually you're fine. Right, right. So this dude in this deposition with Pharrell Williams, who I think is a national treasure, I think we have like six national treasures, Pharrell Williams is one of them. Mm-hmm. Th- his whole point is to prove that Pharrell... Doesn't know how to read music and therefore can't be musically talented. And I think in his defense, no, 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 no. Like to say Pharrell had to knock this song off because, because he can't even read music. Right. So he slides some notes to him and is like, "Read this." And Pharrell is like, "I know every good boy does fine, and I know fa-. like he could sit there and sign. I think he's like, I don't feel comfortable like proving to my uh-huh. teeth this motherfucker that uh-huh. I have." And so he doesn't. And then the dude is like, you can't even... And then they lost. And I just was like, (laughs) wait, so that's okay? It's okay for that dude to sit in front of Pharrell, who's giving us some fucking classics. Right. And, you know, I mean, how could you deny that he's a musical genius? Well,
0: but then that's not... I mean, I guess in that case, that was the question, the short-term question. But the long-term, is just like whether you took this thing from this other song or not. And so Bruno, the one that he just put out, um, has some, like, guitar riff in it that's, like, identical or nearly identical to, like, some old, like, chic song or, like, Comet or something like that, some, like, old fucking electro-funk band or whatever that was, you know? And it's, like, obviously all those songs and all that music is, like, Here's, it's like, oh, let's make a song that sounds like that. Time. Right. You know what I mean? Um, And then it'll, you know, it's still good music and it'll still stand out amongst the fray. But uh, it's, like, inspired from, like, a very specific. If you're just like, oh, let's just make, like, a reggae song. And then you just make one. You know what I mean? It's inspired by, like, all reggae. But then they're like, actually, no, there's, like, one guitar sound in there that's like too close to the yeah. other. You know what I mean? The, and then but, the question but, is just like the, how
1: do you even, how do you prove that someone is or is not? The corny thing about that too is that it's always the estates. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Marvin Gaye sitting there being like yo dog, you stole from me. Marvin Gaye wouldn't give a fuck. Right. It is It is Marvin Gaye's non-talented, non-famous, not important, sorry <laughs> but I'm, a, I'm an asshole but <laughs> I really upset me, kids yeah. that are like yo you have shamed my father's legacy. No, the, you're shaming his legacy. Right. By right. suing over some bullshit and yeah. winning, like, how does that help Marvin Gaye? Yeah. It doesn't. It helps those kids, you know, that, like, yeah, that's crazy. They should not be able. Now, yeah. Robin Thicke, you can sue Robin Thicke, take all his money, but Pharrell, like, like, <laughs> like I'm going to protect Pharrell Williams at all costs. <laughs> Robin Thicke, take, throw him in jail. I don't care. Yeah. But, come on. That's crazy. He that's had bullshit. The, he
0: had, like, a hell of a, like, apology tour. He just, he just, you talk about flying too close to
1: the sun. Robin Thicke? Yeah, man. That dude was there and
0: then just lost it all. Bro,
1: imagine if you made an album, not a, not a song, not a mixtape. Imagine if you made a studio album that your label funded and put out, promoted. It had your ex's name on it. You spent 14 songs trying to get her back and she just replies, no, shit. Yeah. What do you do after that? Yeah. What do you fucking do?
0: Literally, what is Robin Thicke doing? I have no idea. Dog. Like, what do you actually do after that? Just vanish. You
1: have to Just go make yourself scarce. Period. Yeah, you're like. <laughs> he should go wrestle. Listen, like, join WWE. Oh, that or would be fucking. It'd be fire. fire. That would I know. Be amazing. I know.
0: Holy shit. He, we could yeah. do a whole episode. <laughs> what should Robin Thicke do now? Did you? Were you into fucking wrestling? Mm-hmm. Are you still? Have you like? No, not, no, no. No, right? You know what happened? There's like a whole kind of adult that is yeah you know but like yeah we call those people virgins (laughs) no but like that in this way of just like oh yeah like everything i liked when i was a kid is like fair game now so let's just all be into wrestling again and i'm like i'm not even it's not even i'm like i'm not even mad but i'm just like i can't imagine it's just one degree too far of like you know what i mean like i'm not about to actually watch the wwe and like be invested in this in the way that i was when i was like nine
1: right you know listen WWEA, it was back when it was WWF. Uh Uh-huh. It was super racist. Really? No, 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 no. Hear me out. (laughs) No, no, no. Hear me out. And what I'm saying is not even, like, people have written this. Yeah. Think about all of the different stereotypes that everybody enabled. Like, all of these dudes are actors. You had the African dude that could barely speak and, you know, was, like, wearing jungle clothes and shit like that. You had Goldust, who's the gay dude, and, you know, everybody was afraid he was going to kiss him and whatever. Uh, You had the redneck, who was, like, super uneducated but could beat people up. You had the other black dude who fucking— Booker T? Booker T. But he was just the the man. No, he wasn't. He was a thug. He had all the other dudes. Nah. Bro, Google—I'm trying to tell you, Google it. If you look at the imagery of it, it was a fucking nut that they let that happen. But I feel like it was like all based on I mean, obviously there's an
0: el, there's a there's there's like a cartoonish element of that. Like I remember there was like like the Japanese dude who would like, you know, yep. do, yeah, you know what I mean? Like I get that. But it could have been a lot worse if they were really just we're going to blindly go off of cultural stereotypes and it would have been insane. I feel like The Rock and, like, Booker T and, like, Eddie Guerrero and, like, they were bigger than, like—I don't know. I could be completely wrong about this. I think—Google it. Because I haven't given it
1: significance. You know what I I mean? didn't think about it until there was one that I was like, oh, that kind of is not the right thing. Right. And then I just looked right. and I was like, oh, like, half of these are—would be completely unacceptable in 2016. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then I guess, I mean— Maybe Kurt Angle and John Cena are also stereotypes in a way.
1: Well, think about like think about Americas all the right. Like, think about you know all I mean? the great Gold Goldberg. Goldust is the saddest one though. Goldust is the saddest.
0: That is, I that never crossed my mind once. I was just like Goldust. is just like up. a Fucking weirdo,
1: but also just fucks people up. And think about and think about the fact that Goldust so he like, was never a champion. Think about that. Think, just think about it for a second. They're always, <laughs> always like the main guy, like Goldberg, Steve Austin. What, uh, what right. were they? Right. But what about Kane? what about man. Kane and the Undertaker though? They what, were like they, undead. But, yeah, it's not offensive. I'm saying like not all of them were offensive. Right. But you 60, <laughs> 60. You couldn't 60. You couldn't get but past you also come in, people.
0: But you also come in with your character. Like if I'm, uh, like if I'm Mark Anthony Green, then I'm the fucking I don't know the like i can't even think of a good name for you right now the green machine something i don't know like you but you come in with your character mm. and you're like this is how i dress this that's is what not I, do, a, I don't think that's how it how, works i really do because it's like if you're an aspiring
1: wrestler they give, part you, they of what, give you an identity they no give you a, I, that's where
0: i think that i think i don't know about like your sources for like it being like insensitive which i do believe but i really do think that like you're in the training camps or whatever, and you go, or whatever, and a part of it is coming up with a character. And if you come up with a character that's good, that's just as important as being physically able to do the shit. Right. As far as getting, I don't know, drafted Right. or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Right. Which to me would be like, all right, if you're, you know, if you want to be fucking Eddie Guerrero or whatever, then that makes sense. If they're just like, oh, hey, you, you are uh fucking Dasleem, go. Like, right. you know, then that's,
1: I don't know. Right. That shit, but but again, I'm like. R- remember the like Black Panther group of wrestlers? They were like Black militants.
0: Generation X?
1: No, 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 no. Generation <laughs> X was like, yeah. nah. They just wore black. Yeah, Fool. Like, they were just like. Think about a Hulk Hogan. Think about it, every great wrestler was mm-hmm. always a, a white dude to save the day.
0: Yeah, but The Rock. I mean, come on. Huge glaring omission here. Who has arguably been the most successful post-wrestler ever? Fair, you know what I now mean. Not
1: fair, but tell me, The Rock looked like a black man then? Yes. Bullshit.
0: Well, I mean, he was beige, which is the whole point. He was pa- he was like palatable for everyone, like that was. But his name, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But his name is Dwayne Johnson, and he's fucking The Rock. Nah, his name was The Rock. Yeah, but then that, but that's like yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm I feel saying- like that is that is. I mean, that might be able to work in either favor or either for either, you know what I mean? For either but, argument, But, yeah. like, he wasn't beholden the- to any, he had no fucking, like, culture, basically. He was just like, I'm the man. Yeah. I'm of the people. And I, like, whooped Stone Cold's ass. Right. Except for that time he got stunnered twice. Right. The back-to-back stunner. But, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past Vince McMahon. Yep. <laughs> remember the episode where he said the n-word Facebook me no that
1: happened what, what WWF Bro, were you watching you your, yo, yo, this yo, is yo, insane
0: yo, yo, no it's not gonna happen that's not gonna happen All right, you just right, are gonna right. stake that claim you're, right. you're just gonna do
1: no, I, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no 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 I stand by it I stand by it what I stand by it and you can hop in my mentions if you got a real problem with it wow. but I'm telling you that happened
0: was he just like any nigga could get it like how? no he like, said the, it what was the context he, he, of like he was like it was like there's no way there's no way did they bleep it
1: i think <laughs> they bleeped it i think he no nah, no nah, i'm not even i'm not even tweaking he oh said my nigga god. he said nigga on the show i'm so oh my god he said it on the show i mean they got to be to I, like a black wrestler and it no, became a thing i'm telling you <laughs> I'm t- <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm not wrong.
0: (laughs) The best part is that I feel like Stone Cold, while he had the image of being uh, this just sort of like backwoods, like beer drinking, truck driving, whatever, he was the most uh, sensitive, empathetic, like understanding of all the, like he got, like he got punked and the way that he got punked was he was at a restaurant and I saw that you remember, and like I some that. kid yeah. uh, fucked up some way in the restaurant, and then this his boss. <laughs> these are all actors, but his boss like very loudly berates him and fires him on the spot yeah and he's like don't yeah yeah, yeah stone yeah, cold's yeah. like you're a son of a bitch and he's like yeah. what and he's like you heard what i said you're a son of a bitch and he's like why and he's like because i said you are and he's just like you know what i mean yeah. like fucking with the dude because he fucked with this little guy right. and i was like see that's the stone cold that i like you know <laughs> that's who i imagined that he would be when the cameras aren't on right
1: he's like a good ass dude when i found out wrestling was fake is when i stopped watching it Right. I, didn't I mean, know it that's was fake.
0: why I'm like, how can you now? Right. Even if you were already in it and you were like, I just never stopped watching from like back whenever, and this is like, you know, I buy all the shit and I go to everything and me and all my friends do it, then that makes sense. But if you're just like now, just like, oh, wait, wrestling is awesome again, I'm gonna go watch it. I'm just like, how can you even devote the, those hours of your week to like. You can't. Yeah,
1: you know? You I don't can't. know. It's crazy. Yeah. This has nothing to do with anything, but I just thought about it. <laughs> this has nothing to do with anything, but I just thought about it. You know who I'm calling it now a month early. Okay. Was my least favorite person in 2016. Okay. Less than Donald Trump. Okay. And I and I truly mean this. I'm not just being controversial. Okay. Barack Obama's brother. Well, yeah. That's Malik yeah. Obama. If you're listening, if you're a rich friend listener, we and, should get him on I, the show. I put this on every Avion bottle <laughs> that we have. We I would I would slap the shit out of you if I ever saw you.
0: Yeah, we should definitely get him on the show. Has anyone ever seen him in the flesh in person? No. How do we know this
1: dude's real? We profiled him at GQ. Oh, never mind. He's you real. you know a lot about him. I know. I, I <laughs> can tell you a lot of things about him. Are you him. fucking serious? We profiled him at GQ a couple years
0: ago. Wow. And oh, was, so before this happened. Absolutely. Was he a s- crazy person then?
1: Yeah, but there's... Uh, dog he he let what? Donald Trump pay him to go and bash his brother but that's what the I'm elect- saying
0: like was he crazy was he there, just always that's not game for you
1: could never anticipate somebody was capable right, of that right and like no we thought he was just kind of goofy and weird and mm-hmm, not mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. fact that he you know he have you seen any of these tweets recently
0: well, that's what I'm saying now. I was like, I just have only, only really seen that, like the web presence. And I'm just like, anybody could be doing it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how do we know that this is even really him?
1: But you like. Can you imagine if like when Barack heard the news? He's just like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Malik. <laughs> like, like, uh, or like, uh, so, like, like Malik. Like. <laughs> you know what you know would be an amazing skit, too? Mm. This is a good Chappelle skit. Do them when they were kids. Mm-hmm. And how Malik was always fucking up Barack's like shit. He's like yeah. at senior prom, he's about to like bang like the the super beautiful girl in the in the school or whatever, and Malik comes in and fucks it. Like just just them as Absolutely. kids of him no, just constantly question. fucking yeah. up Obama's or greatness. like or like
0: in the reverse where like Barack is just like a fucking. Asshole like completely just with him. Like, you know what I mean? Right, like right. stabbing him in the leg with the fork under the dinner table, but right. to everybody else he's the golden child. Right, right, so right, he never right. gets caught and his brother's like, why don't you guys understand how much of a right, dick Exactly my brother is? You know? Exactly Like yeah, no, without question. I fucking obviously clearly after uh the SNL uh like appearance or whatever and like Chappelle hosting. I, like, went on, like, a deep dive of, like, old Chappelle media and, like, found mad shit that I hadn't seen before. And there was one appearance that he did on Howard Stern. Oh, it's so good. That was, it Talks like, about O.J. Yeah, I think— yeah. It was, like, one. It, it was like the first time he was on, I think. Yeah. So, and he it was talks on Talks about twice. meeting O.J. Yeah.
1: On the first yes. one. Yes, you're right. like, I actually exactly. met O.J. Right. Right. Yes. And, and he, he shook like, his
0: hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. But the the thing that he said in there that blew my mind was he was talking about his first show that he got for Fox— that I remember, I swear, my whole life I've remembered seeing a commercial for it and then just convinced myself that I was crazy because I was like, I must have made that up because years later when the, show, the actual Chappelle show was out, I was like, I know I saw this before. But they had a show that he had workshopped where he was like a dude that lives in New York and he has his roommate and he's roommates with a woman and they wanted to make the roommate a white woman and that's when he was like, no, nah, I'm not doing the show if I can't do it the way I want to do it. So that was, like, his first whatever. Right. Not, but maybe one of his earliest walking away from whatever. Right, right. And watching that, I was like, now that is a show that I would completely watch. Yeah, yeah, it would be And he hill. needs to revisit really? that. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. I would fully a 1,000% watch, like, Dave Chappelle moves to New York and just happens to have a white woman as
1: a roommate. You saw the Netflix announcement.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's back. And it's time. it's time. And he needs to, like, revisit that if Fox doesn't own the idea. Right. That is a fucking show. Yep. Dave Chappelle and, like, a fucking, like, I don't even know, like, some a girl that, like, works at, like, Glossier or something in Ridgewood. Like Kelly Ripper. You know? Like, he takes <laughs> Michael Strahan's spot. Yeah, I guess he's aged out of, like, roommate...
1: Era, you know what I right, mean? But right. like, I don't that, like, you know, maybe they were onto something. I don't know. No, uh, him and Kate McKenna were funny together. They need to just mm-hmm. do the show together. Because mm-hmm. Kate McKenna's funny. That's
0: what I'm saying. Like, that would just, that's not like an off-the-table idea.
1: <laughs> do you fuck with Howard Stern? Do you watch that Howard Stern? I fuck with the fact that Howard Stern... He was like ahead, I feel like. He was, he was 1,000% ahead of his time. Yeah. I fuck with his consistency and work ethic. hmm I do think he's been given a major pass like on misogyny, like right. the fact that Howard Stern still is allowed to operate in the world to me is kind of fucking outrageous. Yeah, because Howard Stern has done and said some wild shit. But that was
0: his whole thing. He was but you know shock what?
1: Shock. But but sure. But I don't. Uh, like, there's a Howard Stern to me is of the Trumpian, right? Like coming from a place of power and and i and i get away with shit i don't i shouldn't get away with right and yeah you know that's the reason he was on the guest on the show so much like those they like, were like they're the kind, same of bird, kind of bird they're, yeah, they're bird yeah. like they're two two sides of the same coin yeah to me, yeah you know
0: yeah but i it's, but then like, it's like that makes sense if you host a radio show you know? Mm. Not to say that it's right or wrong. But it's in, different in than when you're president. In the real world, but see, you shouldn't even be in like Trump... that in the real world. But if you, like, hey, the mics are on, the cameras are on, and this is my, like, I'm Howard Stone Stern, the fucking dickhead, and right. here's what I do.
1: You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, but it still don't make me respect a lot. Yeah, of. yeah, yeah. I yeah. still think it's gross. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I feel like I was, like, even just, like, watching that and then, like, trickling into some other ones, it was like, man, like, he was definitely, like... If that show appeared right now, it would be just as big, I feel like,
1: you know? I don't think they'd let them do it. I think so. I, I think we're so politically correct right now that we would never let something like that get off the ground.
0: I mean, but then there's like a million relics like that that are too—you what you know what I mean? Yeah, Is I know. Like, I
1: I agree. I think that—yes, that, I, I I agree with that. Like, And there's also things that are super progressive right now that would have never been given a chance— yeah. 30 years ago. Yeah. Like, you know, in- insecure. There were a ton of shows that are like, that
0: had like, you know, young female, young black women, young. But, like they, white, you but that
1: storyline is a black storyline. That Those inside jokes, that, that didn't exist. That right. didn't exist like that on HBO. Right. It might have tried to exist in some form, you know. In, in some like daytime television show where yeah. they're like we're gonna appeal to black people, yeah. but they didn't they didn't in in a world where HBO is like the pinnacle of smart writing, mm-hmm. this is this is like television at its highest form. Yeah, you don't get a show like that fifteen years ago. But you do get Howard Stern. But you do get Howard Stern twenty years ago. Right. You know, like yeah, and and I'm and I'm fine with that. I, you know, I don't think that the show at the end of the day, I think Howard Stern is an artist and I think he's really talented at what he does. Yeah. And I respect him for it. And I take that away. And I, and I, you know, that's dope. Right. But I do think the shit has shifted. Have you seen, um, have you seen um, Michael Che's stand up on Netflix? Mm-mm. He has a new he's Netflix. He's hilarious though. He's funny. And his Netflix special is really good. I, I recommend you go check it out. Uh-huh. Um, but he says a smart, he says a really smart joke. He's like, there are people in hell that it's like if everybody he's like everybody goes to the same hell but there are people that went to hell in the 1800s that meet people that went to hell <laughs> right now and they're like wait what he's like there's a guy <laughs> who went to hell you know he's like the guy who the orlando killer mm-hmm. he like got to hell and talked to somebody and hell. was like yeah i shot 20 gay people mm-hmm. but he's from the guy that he's talking to is from the 1700s like you go to you go to hell for that? Like, yeah, you don't go yeah, to hell yeah, for that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but then he's like, what did yeah, you go to hell for? Yeah. He's like, I ate a cheeseburger on a Saturday. Yeah. He's like, oh, shit. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, So, yeah, like. Yeah. Gay? What's that? Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, it's just like, it's one of those things where yeah. the times allow That's amazing.
0: Us to uh, to condemn people. Yeah. Relatively. Yeah, like, to, literally. to see the error of our ways. Right,
1: right, right. And I do think that Howard Stern, looking back at it. Like, he was... Maybe he feels back. the same way. I'm sure he does. Yeah. I don't think he's a bad dude. Right, right, right. I think right. he's a smart dude, and I give him the benefit of the doubt. Right. He looks like Kenny G to me. Yes. So, he's whack for that. Like, you look like Kenny G, dog, so that's not tight. Yeah. So, other than that, I have really nothing bad to say about him.
0: What, what do you have against Kenny
1: G? Kenny G Mark looks... Kenny G looks like the funniest joke. <laughs> he looks like the greatest punchline dog. <laughs> Kenny G has that perm... <laughs> like, he's got black people hair... But he looks like the whitest dude ever. Like, that shit is always funny to me. And I'm never going to apologize for that. If Kenny G was sitting here right now, I'd I'd only laugh. Yeah. I wouldn't get a single question out. You remember John B? He's a legend. Yeah. Of course. (laughs) What? What? See, <laughs> listen. You fucking with the wrong one. Okay, huh? say no more then. That, no,
0: that's fine. I just you know. You're
1: fucking with the yeah. wrong I'm one. just
0: just opposite ends of spectrum. There's like, like John B on one end. Yeah. Ali G in the middle. <laughs> Kenny G on the other end. I would say. <laughs> like, like, that's all the same spectrum somehow. Yeah, I don't they all know got how. the same last name. Right. That's just a little. You know, that little one kind of just like, this is like my. Uh, I'm a badass. Here's yep. my first name and last initial. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's something. Life is tight. Yeah, we should have names like that. They wouldn't really work for us. Yeah, exactly. Tremel T. Yeah, that's not even, that wouldn't be how it was. Tremel, comma M, maybe? No. No, like... Something, I don't know. Yo, Fidel Castro's dead. How about that? That was... All right? That was... Exa- how about that for 2016? <laughs> okay? Just when you thought it was safe. All right? Just when you thought it was over. It was the eye of the storm Yo. because Fidel Castro's dead.
1: Dogs. So that you, happened. <laughs> did you see uh, Trump's tweet? Yes. It said, Fidel Castro's dead. I think he said dead. exactly what I, <laughs> I said to
0: like, I think, Yo, like, bro. <laughs> again, again, fucking brilliant.
1: He offered again, zero fucking brilliant. All right, Kanye. I'm, All so- right. I'm okay, sorry. Kanye. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Not the right. guy, but he's
0: good at that. He's good at it. Fidel
1: Castro's dead! Exclamation. exclamation. <laughs>
0: like,
1: what and I'm good. Fuck. I'm done for the day. Yo, my man tweeted, he was like, this is how the, uh, my man Freddie Campion, shout out to Freddie Campion, very funny man, you should follow him on Twitter. Um, he was like, he was sitting in a room, and it was like, Fidel Castro died, is that good or bad? And they were like, well, it's complicated. He was like, I don't give a fuck, Fidel Castro's dead.
0: Right, <laughs> tweeted, right, man, like, right. Just clean. I don't need to. <laughs> air tight. Just fucking clean. Four words. And just got everything that he needed to out of that man. It's fucking str- like that's a strong Queen. performance. And the first the first uh, commercial flights ever to Cuba took off today from JFK. So like this is like like in the week that this is all going on. Right. Like, you can actually, as of now, really just take go a to flight. Cuba. Yeah. yeah. Like we yeah. could go to
1: Cuba right now. Yeah. Rich man. Friend
0: live from Cuba. It's some shit. You know. I
1: want to go to Cuba.
0: That's another, that's another joke that Dave had in the shit. He was like, they were like, oh, where do you, do you want to travel? Where do you want to travel? And this is like whenever it was, early 2000s or whenever mm-hmm. it was. And he's like, uh, I kind of want to go to Cuba. And they're both like, Cuba? And it's like, if you get Howard Stern to take a fucking, to do a double take, then you said some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's like, yeah, man, I kind of want to go to Cuba. You know, I heard, you know, I, I, I met this girl and, you know, she was from Cuba and she said, oh, you know, the women in my country... They're uh, so poor, they'll have sex for chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, hey, man, you know, I'll book a ticket for the day after Halloween. Like, like, you know, it's just like, like, I'm just like, yo, like, you're a fucking like certified lunatic. Uh, That even then, you know, Dave's the greatest. But yeah, man, Dave's the GOAT. That dude is fucking gone. That's that part of everything is over now. Wow, Fidel, I don't know. and I feel like I d- I never felt like any major beyond like once I got past like whatever it was like ninth grade history or whatever I was like okay I know enough about Castro. Uh. You know, like I hadn't really been like not expecting it, but also not like.
1: There's a weird you know? thing. I'm trying to remember what Malcolm X book it's in that talks about their relationship, and that made me kind of like fascinated with them a little bit. Right. He was he was he was he was weird. I knew I knew him <laughs> from was... a lot of good
0: Simpsons cameos. Mm-hmm. Like just just pop culture, just in general. Like you know what I mean? Yo, what six hundred
1: over six hundred assassination attempts? Right, right, exactly, Bruh. right. Can you imagine being that wavy? You tried to kill me six hundred times and you still didn't do it. I mean, out like
0: you try you break that down into like frequency. Six hundred times, or right. like a couple hundred times, is like once every couple months.
1: No, it's like once every month and some change. Like you basically like once a month. Every time you pay rent, somebody tried to kill you. Yeah. Think about that shit. <laughs> Yo, and like we're that bad at it. Just a comedy. Of <laughs> I don't errors. know. But or he was just that fucking bulletproof Mm -hmm, bro mm -hmm. you know they tried everything they you know they tried to spike his shirley temple right they tried to um right you know they probably put like a little little dust mites in his suits yeah like you know they got him a few times you know they shot him you know what i mean like you know he got hot (laughs) you know they shot him you know they shot you know he (laughs) got hit with a few of them but he never (laughs) he never perished like come on you gotta take your fucking hat off
0: yeah yeah i mean and this is like you know well, I guess this is back in the day. They didn't have, like, uh, the iPhones of, like, assassination equipment back in those days. They were still, like, trying to kill people analog. You know? Yeah, but he also didn't have the protection that we You can't got now. just, like, fly a drone into someone's, like, shower and just blow them up.
1: You, you, I you know? definitely, he definitely had some clones that got, that got yeah. whacked. Yeah, 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 He yeah, probably yeah. has lost about 40, 50 clones. RIP to them. Yeah. Yeah. Just You know <laughs> like, that happened.
0: Like, I, They're just no all waiting one. for him in hell, like, yo, so. Yeah, like, so us up? Yo. Right.
1: <laughs> My G. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funny you should walk in. Yeah. We oh. were just talking right.
0: about
1: you. <laughs> 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 he shows up. There she is. Right. They right. hit him with like the most corny. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly.
0: <laughs> right. Just like a dated like a hey, look what the cat dragged Right. In. Exactly. <laughs> that hasn't <laughs> been funny right. since you were living. So. Yeah. Meanwhile. Like, yeah. Damn, man. I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. I guess Miami's kind of like Cuba. Right? I mean, I'm definitely going to dress like it.
1: Hell yeah. I'm dressing like I'm going to Cuba next week. That makes sense. Y'all, the the next episode will be coming live from Art Basel in Miami. Get ready. Yeah. Get stoked.
0: Yeah, we should have. No.
1: Yeah, Yeah, don't even jinx. Don't even fuck that up. I know, right? Exactly. He's about to give away the sauce. damn. Don't even fuck it up like that.
0: I feel like it's impossible to go to Miami and not uh, ride a motorcycle like I'm like a, like, a mo-
1: <laughs> like I feel like
0: you have to upon entering yeah. the city yeah. you like given a given some keys and you know, like make you know yeah. welcome
1: to this you know speaking of keys Miami does make you think about smuggling cocaine like you're going to have at least one point in time where you're driving and you're going to see like the uh the port of Miami and you're going to be like that's how we do it yeah <laughs> you're yeah like that's that's how we. Move well, that's
0: good because the little that I know about Cuba and Miami is from Scarface, obviously. Man, so listen, Giorgio
1: Moroder did the music for Scarface, and that's why that movie is so good. Beast, and no one wants to talk about yeah. the fact that that movie is actually not that good, but the music is fucking amazing. No, nah,
0: it's true. The, both of those are like true points. It's not that good. It's and not the that music good. It's But awesome. the
1: music makes it so. And he was really satisfying. living
0: that life, the life that. They yes. tried to depict in a movie like yes. he was really like, oh yeah, I invented disco. Yeah, and like there's just I just do backstrokes in mounds of yeah substances and yep. like I'm just the and, fucking man. I'm
1: just the man. <laughs> and if you break in
0: here, I might have some weapons. Yeah, right, you. right.
1: Like Bro. I'm just heavily armed. Yeah, like him just looking with these through, grooves. Him looking through a scope with big ass aviators on. Hell yeah. <laughs> God <laughs> damn,
0: man. And he's still like doing shit now. He did the fucking GTA soundtrack. Come on. He put an album out that people did not like, but he, you know, (laughs) like it's still just. That dude is a god. That like blind, just confidence. It's a legend. You can only get that through living through the late '80s with like significant amount of success.
1: I love my name, Karen Green, the woman who named me, my mother. (laughs) I love my name, Mark Anthony Green. I'm grateful for it. However. (laughs) Wow. Next on the list would be Giorgio. That's a fucking sick name. Giorgio is solid. Giorgio is fucking sick. It is. Yo, like you just show up in the club with your chest hair out. Giorgio. Hey, green Hey, how you doing? I'm Giorgio I'm, I'm, Green. No, it needs another beat. Like I'm I think Giorgio. I made green or I, some shit. You know what I'm saying? I met. Wow. I made like some African. You've thought of <laughs> like, this You've thought of it. <laughs> You did not just walk in with that on deck.
0: You were like, one day we're gonna fucking George amble Hill. towards this topic,
1: and I'm gonna have
0: this on deck, and I respect you for that.
1: You gotta, I got I just, dreams too, baby. No, no I get it, man. I got man. dreams.
0: No, seriously. Shit. It starts today. You think right? I don't dream? I believe in you. I support you, and it fucking starts today. Um, there was, I just got a book in the mail about um, Casanova, the real Casanova from, uh, I think he was either French or Italian. I'm resisting the urge to search this right now, and I didn't bring the book with me. But it was, like, that term of, like, ladies, man, or whatever. Uh-huh. It was, like, actually a real dude that's like, seduced a hundred women. Never thought and about like, that. In, they named that fucking, after a real guy. Yeah, yo. And his his first name was something like Giorgio. It's not that exactly, but Sick. it's, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's Sick. not just a coincidence. Like, and he really just, like, was known all through Womanizer. his, like all through the kingdom or whatever the fuck <laughs> like it's just like yeah this dude just goes crazy um and so i'm looking at this and at first i was like oh, um you, you get like random shit in the mail and i'm just like oh that's it's like a thick-ass book too and i'm like oh okay and then i'm looking at the back i'm like oh wait a minute this is actually looks crazy kind of like, fascinating why right would you have even had that mindset in the time of like chastity belts And like an oppressive Catholic church, just to just be like, uh, I'm... yeah, the very first poon out. Yeah, like there was no template for that at all. I'm not saying he was the greatest guy, but there has to be some. Let me tell you something about that.
1: Find me a biography on the greatest guy, and you have also found me a boring ass book. That's a good point. Whatever you want to debate some shit. Maybe. How you feel? We could do that. We got a good debate for y'all today.
0: One one thing that I've been thinking about for a while, I feel like. If you, like, give a fuck about the weird stuff that we care about and you listen to Rich Friend, you probably have thought about this as well. But I remember uh, seeing Justin Bieber at Barclays Center and uh, he was wearing Adidas. And it was right around the time the Space Jam 2 came out or was announced. And I was like, yo, this is fully, like, we're living in the future. Like, Adidas is a competitor for, like footwear in like a style sense and space Jam 2 is about to come out like this is just this has absolutely no bearings on what the world was like 15 years ago shit this is unprecedented yeah you know what i mean right and i'm just like i can't tell whether or not like they actually have i feel like they have a shot if they haven't already done it to like dethrone nike
1: like I, I just could not uh, disagree more. I don't know.
0: I mean, I feel like I don't know. My I, like my take is this: like anything that has been, I, I've I feel like we've like aged out of like monolith culture. We've aged out of like yeah. monopolies. We've aged well, out of like Apple. But even then, it's like against our will almost with Apple. You know what I mean? It's like, and you have choice when it comes to what you put on your feet, which is essentially what we're seeing. You know what I mean? Like I personally, you know, it's like Adidas obviously has been fucking huge. They were around before Nike. They fucking blew up and were like a household name and were like the top brand in athletics. And for like street fashion and all that stuff, like they already had that solidified. And then uh, like the main dude that founded it, Addy, uh, died very similar to like a Steve Jobs and it was like oh okay the one guy who was just obsessed with like tinkering in his garage with like new designs and only cared about how great the product was passes and then the people that are in his wake care about other things because they don't have his like natural talent so that's in that you know in that window is where a Nike like blows up in the states right you know what I mean um and so it's like in our lifetimes obviously Nike and Jordan were the absolute shit to the point where it almost got into, like, an Apple territory of, like, these Jordans are coming out and I don't really give a fuck about, like, the, like, 17s or, like, the you know what I mean? Like, right. there's, like, past a certain number of updates, right. you kind of, like, stop having that feeling for it or feeling like it was a game changer each time. But they were just so present and so saturated in such an institution and such a symbol that it almost didn't even matter. You know, and so, to now see that like, okay, we don't want McDonald's, we want Chipotle, we don't want like right big, obvious, huge thing, we want like personalized individual thing right like adidas is just completely just seized on that and capitalized on it, and like I've never seen it more relevant and taken more seriously than fuck right even now. all the like celebrity endorsement shit that's all like icing on the cake and like athlete endorsements and all that stuff, but just purely like the value that you ascribe to like, there's like, you know, I think it was uh, Phil from Madbury, I think who said that like, or I'm sure a ton of people have said it, but I heard him say it once that like, Nike and Jordan was so powerful because you could see like a homeless dude with Nikes on and still like that their Nikes or like the Dirk Jordans, you know, like they still right. just have that, no matter what you completely strip them out of their context, they still have that power. I feel like now or for the for the past, like, two or three years for the first time, I feel like they don't really have, you know, they don't really have that weight. Right. Whereas, like, a pair of Adidas, because it's so on the opposite end of the spectrum, because it's so uh, subdued and, like, low-key and, like, not sort of aiming for the center in that way. You know what I mean? Right. They kind of glean even more from that. And that's, like, what people are, like, drawn well, to, I feel like.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing, though. And and I'm with all due respect to to because we both got homies at Nike and we both <laughs> right, got homies right, at Adidas. Right,
0: right, right, right. Here's
1: the issue. And hear me out. Adidas did something brilliant. Mm-hmm. Adidas said, "Look, we don't have the LeBron Jameses of the world, mm-hmm. but you know who we can get? We can get Raph Simmons, mm-hmm. right? And we're gonna get these designers that these kids care about, and we're gonna build that around. But we're gonna wait for a whale. That whale was Kanye West." Kanye gets on board, he makes a sneaker, and they I mean, take.
0: It's, not to cut you off, but even then, him signing with Adidas even then seemed like a loss.
1: No, him signing with Adidas was the was one of the craziest things we, ever. Now we see that.
0: I everyone thought, it. then it was like, oh, you had Nike and now you're
1: with. Oh uh, no no no! A that's loss for saying. Kanye. Yeah, that's what yes. I'm saying. Like it yes. seems like yes, they yes, didn't yes. have. No, I still you think. I mean? still think it was a loss for Kanye.
0: But then, so then that's my point.
1: Is I, that still like... think it, I still think that it was a loss for Kanye, but it was a major win for Adidas. But w- they did something really smart. And this is, this is the thing that they deserve credit for. They took the soul, the boost. They made Kanye work with a soul that they can put on other shoes. An identity that they can put on an NM- NMD and, and trainers and all that. Mm-hmm. So that it instantly made a shoe that they can go and make without Kanye connected to it cool like Kanye hmm. Right. That was fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. Whoever the Adidas did that deserves many checks over. Mm-hmm. Here's the issue, though. Adidas became relevant by playing the easiest game on the planet. But I don't know if that's true, though. Adidas became relevant because they went to people that are cool and said, hey, you can make a sneaker and here's some money. That's the easiest game on the planet. But I don't know if that's true, though. How did Adidas become relevant? Because
0: there was still... Because, like, there was fucking Adidas tracksuits everywhere, and there were shell toes everywhere, and I'm talking about... There weren't shell toes everywhere. Yes, there were. I'm talking about in, like, literally, like... I'm not saying, like, on some 80s shit. I'm saying, like, 2011... Or, like, 2010 to, like, 2012. Like, right... That little window right before someone like Kanye is, like... Or Pharrell is, like, this is a good idea. They had already, like... People were already drawn to it as an alternative, in the way that I was describing. But, but you know what, we're what I'm are talking
1: about a small number of people. But that we, we're but you know, that's how that stuff number. happens, though.
0: You know that that's how, like, Stan Smith. Nah, no, the Smiths, way that it happens. Stan Smith did not this? become the equivalent of like a Michael Kors watch because of a celebrity. Stan Smiths were just like. Girls, a bunch of girls were just like, "Oh wait, like I could get Stan Smith." You know what I mean? Like that. Like I feel like I don't know. I feel like that was like it was like an organic growth of Adidas that happened on its
1: own. Untrue compared to Nike. Nike wasn't making
0: practical shit. Yes, they were. Nike was making like Nike made everything. That was the
1: as like LeBron twenty sevens
0: that look insane. But they also were making Air
1: Force Ones. They were making Dunks. They were also making... no, no, no. Clear. right, right, exactly. They were making Prestos. They were they Nike Nike. First of all, let's do this, though. Mm-hmm. Matthew Trammell. Mm-hmm. What's on your feet? I'm wearing Adidas right now. No, 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 you're not. No, you're not, no, you're not, no, you're not. No, you're, not. you're wearing Palace collaboration with Adidas. That's true. Because yeah. you're cool. Because you're a cool kid,
0: right? That's not true. But do you think Palace, true.
1: do you think, and I know that you, you're different, and you're cool, and you don't care about labels. Cause you're Matthew Chamel. Yeah, Yo, fuck you. But every other kid no, that to waited in line, <laughs> I'm to every Chimel. other kid that waited in line bought those because they were Palace and Adidas. Do you think Palace would not work with Nike? No, they will. They have and will continue to work with Nike. See, now, he, I that, honestly
0: disagree with you, and that's, that's really wrong. that's a great question though. That's it's a great wrong. question. You know why? That's you such can't just they're still working good, with them right now. No, but that's such a good that's such a good framework to approach it in, right? Because. And this is gonna get super fucking weird and nerdy, so I hope you guys stay with us.
1: But like, or leave. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's real. Because I'm right. Too. We're just gonna keep talking about this, <laughs> even when the
0: mics are off. Right. Um, fucking. If you look at Nike SB, right? When Nike SB came out, that shit. First of all, it wasn't about like skateboarders. It was about like collectors. We'll call yes. it that, you know. Which is fine.
1: It became that. But the everyone, very beginning everyone. of it was about. Skateboarders, but it was
0: nuts because it was like Nike, who is Apple, essentially. Nike, this huge, big right, right, conglomerate right. thing that has nothing, that has no fluency or knowledge in this space, just sort of like Science dropped, Paul dropped Rodriguez the hand. You know what I mean? It was space, just yeah. like, oh, that's the do. Okay, let's just do it. Let's just do it. Boom. And. It was still a huge success because the product was amazing, and it was, like, of the time, and it was really current, and it was different. They innovated. They made, like, a padded fucking tongue, and it was just, like, something different. All the colors were different. All the collaborations were different, right? Right. So you're like, oh, shit. So people went and collected those. I've thought every year for the past at least four years, what did everyone do with all those dunks? Like, there are hundreds and hundreds of SB dunks in the world right now that are just collecting dust because it just stopped because the thing that it was rooted in wasn't actually, like, cultural. You know what I mean? Whereas with Adidas, when they... And they're still doing the shit now. Like, Nike still has Nike SB. And it's like, when's when was the last... You know what I mean? Like, when what was you- the last time you wanted that? Versus, like, Adidas, which, in working with Palace, honestly... Tapped into some like actual real London like rude boy no. like street culture G, shit G, G, and did something missing, legitimate. You're, you're, you let that them, still I, has cultural value that, in that space. Listen, that still means they some, just you know did I mean? the
1: most recent version of it. But Nike tapping I mean, Nike tapping ASAP Bari to do uh you know a V loan. Air Force One. It's the same. It's too, it's a, it's the easiest thing on the planet. What you're wearing is a gray sneaker that anybody could have designed because they already had the format. It's the easiest thing on the planet, and they're going to continue to do that. You can only beat somebody by doing something that they can't do. Nike has more money than Adidas. Nike has it still has more clout to every cool kid on the planet. So I don't know if wanna, that's true though. If that's they want, that's my. Here's what that's I'm saying. My, if Nike, that's where we disagree. If Nike could. If if Palace can contractually go make a Nike sneaker, and I think they can, they will, period, if they will, if Nike wants to. You can't beat somebody. What, the reason why Nike is better still, and the reason why and the numbers aren't even close if you compare the two, but the reason why they're better still is because like they Adidas have better. I feel like Adidas has beat out Nike in the past. I actually really like, know these numbers. They haven't. They haven't even come close. I feel like I've seen. No, no, no. I can't do the rich friend thing where we like don't actually know because I actually do know. I'm saying people have reported this. The numbers aren't even close. It's not a numbers game. It's not about that. You have to say I've either they're more culturally relevant or not. The most
0: annoying, lame, hype beast, four pins even, infographic yeah, that even, has said that Adidas has sold more than Nike in the, in, a re, in recent history.
1: All of those say that the numbers aren't close. But they'll say the the only ones where Adidas is like comparable to Nike is when they do the resale value of like the top ten. Highest most recent like right sneakers with the most resale value, right? And if you look at the numbers, those are Yeezys, right? That's that you can't, which you can't, you can't, I'll you, can't give you, that. you have to you take Kanye West own out of it as a part. If of. Kanye West made a pair of Uggs, right? Kids would be outside, right? So, what I'm saying is Adidas smart, I'll give you that. totally get it, but you know, take the acronym Presto. Which Hype Beast also says is the dopest collaboration of the year, whatever, you know. But at the end of the day, that is like a sneaker that Adidas just wouldn't do, couldn't make. You know, like it doesn't have this celebrity um, kind of quick low hanging fruit thing that it depends on. And what I'm saying is like Adidas is dope now, but the game <laughs> but, that they're okay. playing, hold on, hold on, the game that they're playing is a temporary game. And well, then, that's why I'm saying don't use so how, do you, but then don't, how do, don't use hyperbolic. But, statements but how do you like account
0: for but then how do you account for Nike working with Kanye first? They played
1: that game first then, didn't they? But they were playing every other game too. And the design and the design of the sneakers was so much better. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm gonna give credit and I'm gonna believe where the talent is. If you look at a Yeezy you can't fucking tell me that the Yeezy one and two with Adidas are even comparable to the two sneakers that he did with with Nike, and I'm saying one and two using the seven fifty and the three fifty, right? Because right. I don't I don't need y'all in my mentions. I right. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm saying you can't compare the two, <laughs> and I don't think any sneakerhead would. I think like ninety nine percent of all people they'd be like, yeah. My it's stance a is
0: is that like, you know, a lot of your a lot of your points about like the uh, practices and the choices, I guess, that like Adidas as a brand makes like they're valid. But I think that in the same token of like Nike being as just sort of like the having no competition basically, essentially for as long as they didn't bred that kind of uh apathy, like that kind of just like, you know, like not really designing products that people really wanted, not but they really did. like doing too much, going to you know what I mean? But like they're not did, bro, though. there are a lot, there are a lot of Nikes that come out that there's just no practical application Dude, for them. Do you know at how many all. Adidas Whatever, come out and fucking, there are no
1: practical application like, for them at all? No, I see. This is what I'm
0: saying. This is where I disagree. This is where I'm like, I feel like they went small in the right way, whereas like Nike has gone big. In, Adidas like, the wrong didn't
1: way. go small. You're talking about Adidas like it's some mom and pop store. Of no, course, it's not. It's, of course it's, it's, it's not. Of course it's not. Of course it's not. It is just the and other. Then of course it's, it's like, like Walmart and Kmart. Not nah, right. But then of
0: course it's like okay. Of course, they're going to sell a zillion fucking Shelto, nondescript, whatever. And, of course, Nike's going to sell a million nondescript at the most root element. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about when you talk about, like, relevancy or whatever. Yeah, coolness. Yeah, narrative in that way of, like, energy around something. You're talking about a small window, but a window that they fucking, like, live or die by and that they know is very serious and that they take very seriously. And so that's why I'm, like... You know, fucking, we all know the story, like, Run DMC makes my Adidas, and then a million fucking kids have them. But it's like, it's not like they caused that. The kids were already wearing them. Right. They made the song. They made it mass, but that was already there. And I feel like what's happening right now is somebody, if you're already sort of, like, of the cloth and you're already, like, in that like fully, then like Nike is gonna like have that. It's gonna own that real estate for you because of the institution that it is. Adidas even coming as far as it has to me means they've already like won the battle. For them to have eaten that much food like in the space nah. and have even been able to make themselves into something where it makes sense for them to have like a fucking like a sneaker in but, Barney's. But that, but,
1: that, but you know what missing, I mean? You're missing. You're missing the point. The point that I'm making is that you're saying like this is for not, them to have even this gotten not, this far like is a this. major win. Put it like this. I'm saying is that this is put as like far this. as
0: they can go. Space Jam, right, which is where this occurred to me, right? The last uh, Jordans that I was like, and I remember the moment that I was like, oh, like, had that feeling of like, oh, my God, like, I really want to fucking get these if I could fucking get them, was the Space Jams. And, like, that was however many years after the show, I think it was, like, 2011 or something like that, maybe 12. And it was like, oh, shit, that seems like... I can't picture in a pair of Jordans. Right, exactly. And I have, I have the fucking threes. I have, that's not I a had, shot against Jordans. Eights, that's a shot against had, you. No, but then this is, this is my... No, I'm serious, right? It's like, <laughs> once you get past a certain point, that whole... Their whole, like, build and function is not practical. And that's where I feel like Adidas killed... Because, like, okay, what's the, what's the, what's the, what is every, every, every girl that, like, you try to talk to in a party, Mark Anthony Green, you specifically, I'm calling you out, you have a type and I know it, every girl that you, Mm -hmm. nah, I'm playing, nah, (laughs) nah, but, like, every girl that you see, like, out in the city, what are they wearing, right? Air Force Ones, why? None of us have any fucking idea why, but for some reason, Air Force Ones is, like, a a hot sneaker in, like, fucking, like, weird art girl world, right? In this weird way, Mm -hmm. right? That shit is basically like a Stan Smith but like 1 degree removed in like and en- like exclusivity or like energy or whatever. You know what I mean? Like the girl that no. wears like Stan Smith Adidas, yeah, is like here and the girl that wears like white Air Force 1s is like a step to the left.
1: You know? I get it. Right. And so that's what why What you're saying is that a white girl in Air Force 1s she seemed as kind of edgier. Right. The one. Okay. Right. Exactly. I right. understand that statement. Right. Right. And so, on
0: a mass level, like with with that comparison in mind, Adidas is that, egg, like that Air Force One. Like the fact that Nike can even have, but that not. kind of camp attached to it means that it's in a different place than it was when Cameron was wearing Air Force 1s every day. But you just, you, get what, you you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand what you said, but you also used a
1: Nike sneaker.
0: But that's an Adidas but, but, sneaker. but no, but then that's my point is that to like make that distinction to show that like it's not like they don't have control over that. They are not like, oh, we're like when that Jordan, when that Space Jam sneaker came out, it, I think it was what, the 11s or 10s, it was like, "Oh, we know exactly what this is and who the target for it is and what it is." and da-da-da. You know what I mean? I feel All like right. they've lost that control over what Nike means like as a brand it's not as airtight as it was a decade ago and to me that's like not only shocking but then on top of that the fact that like Adidas has been able to like be in that room celebrity endorsements aside and be sort of innovative enough and creative enough to like make sense of it you know it could have been anyone we got to wrap this up but
1: i'm going to say this in in closing <laughs> 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 a lot of shit has been said here tonight. Not how many Adidas do you have, Mark Anthony Green? I got a bunch. Right. I got a bunch. I don't. I don't wear them a ton. Right. But I, you know, I have more sneakers than I need. You said something crazy, which is, where are those uh, Nike Dunks right now? They're just collecting dust. They're collecting dust, but they also are appreciating in value. You know what I'm saying? Like that wasn't a real. That wasn't a real diss on those. Like, if you have a pair of Hunter SBs or a pair of Paris Dunks, like, man, the price goes up on those every single year. It's not a. That's not a. That's not a thing. And listen, if you're gonna kind. beat somebody, yeah, you gotta understand. Yeah. Like, it, it would be the equivalent of if you and I had an original theme song for a podcast, mm-hmm. right? Our podcast is great. We do a million things that make it great, but one of those things was having an original song for our podcast. And then a new podcast comes along, or somebody else that had a podcast for many years, and then they get an original song. So now their podcast is, is better. And then, you know, they're playing a game that we're playing. But they also are missing all the other dope shit that that we have. They don't have Tequila Avion put money into it so it ain't super wavy. Mm-hmm. They don't have Tremel's Hot Takes. Mm-hmm. They don't have you tucking in your shirt. Mm-hmm. They don't have all the things that make this podcast amazing. Mm-hmm. But they have that thing. So temporarily, especially at the beginning, mm-hmm. it seems like, you know... They're wavy. And because it's a newer song, more people are paying attention to it. Right. But at the end of the day, you cannot compare mm-hmm. the two because one is a really, really amazing podcast and mm-hmm. we'll be there after. And I think the other one is still figuring it out.
0: Right. No, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I feel like uh, to uh, further your analogy, um, if we did uh, have this super awesome, amazing, incredible podcast that had this original theme song Mm -hmm. and it was so good and it just kept getting better and better and better and better and we didn't really have any gauge of like anyone who could fuck with us or like anyone that didn't like it or whatever and we just sort of like kept going then we might lose sight of the people of like what the people want to hear whether they think it's funny what they don't think is funny whatever someone else might show up who is a little bit closer to the ground and that might give them that edge in that space, theoretically. Right. And so that's, like, again, me, you know, I fucking love all these motherfuckers, everybody. Y'all can all take my money. I'll wear all your shit. (laughs) But just the... Just seeing what it looks like when it gets too easy in that respect, that's what it felt like for me. It was like like Nike is sort of just has, like, a gimme right, on a certain level, you know, and is able to just sort of do, like, okay, cool, here's the fucking whatever like lebron 27s we don't really just hear it you can take catch it. my you know? thing there's a difference like,
1: between somebody being off guard and then there's a difference between catching that person off guard right i think what you're saying is that nike lost sight of what was going on right whether that's fair or not I mean that's look a at the sentence. Roshis versus the fucking uh boost right bro do you not mean the terrible adidas we can compare like, what but I'm, I'm just like, saying. I'm picked, just like you. First of all, when Roshi's came out, and I don't care who wants to make fun of them now, they were popping. Right. And they still sell them, and it's fine. But but think about the Roshi's are what six years older than the Boost. How could you compare the two? That's whack. I mean, that's not a fair enough. Compare something that came out the same year, and then that's a fair comparison. Now you're brilliant, Tramel. You got a fucking perfect score on your SATs. You write for the New Yorker. You know that that's a whack analogy. I'm just saying. You Know that that's unfair.
0: Too comparable. You know
1: it. That's not comparable. They're not comparable if one is five years older than the other in an industry where that really matters. Come on, you are better than that. I don't
0: know, man. Yeah,
1: it makes it that's fucked
0: up. I don't know, man. I think you're copping, please. Never. I don't know. I've never copped no please in (laughs) my (laughs) life. I'm just saying.
1: Nah. I don't don't know. I don't know, man. Both of y'all send us some free sneakers. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's clearly, that? we need to have uh, an in-studio unboxing. Yeah, exactly. Where we can break down um, the qualities and properties of each <laughs> one, uh, field test them for about a right. week, come right. back. Right. We're fully down for all this. And then take, take like 10 pairs to the hood. Yeah, exactly. Like turkeys. Hell yes. December's coming up. Exactly. Let's go.
1: Yo, bye. Rich Friend. Rich Friend, The Elevated Conversation is a loudspeaker network production. Our producer is Matt Raz. Our editor is Tim Einenkel Our executive producer is Chris Morrow. The views, opinions, and hilarious jokes expressed on this podcast are solely those of the hosts and guests featured on the program. and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Tequila Avion and its affiliates.